everybody happy friday happy monday happy good day aloha mujambo wherever you are connecting from this is joy kitanga dash double and we know dash is not my last name it is just a way i get to have fun here i want to welcome you here on voice in print where we teach inspire and encourage you with the word of God, with inspirational stories that will ignite your faith, that will strengthen your prayer life, that will, will, did I say will? Yes, that will deepen your love for Jesus. And we hope that you walk with confidence in your faith and that you will become an indomitable woman. Develop that indomitable spirit I thank you all for a listener and let's get to it after this. Well, welcome. Happy day to you, whatever time and day you are listening. This is the day that the Lord has made. Today, I am sharing with you a topic that came out of a uh, conversation that I had with a neighborhood, a friend. And this conversation struck out for me to think about uh, the Proverb 31 men. Proverb 31 men. But before I get to dive in into this topic of the Proverb 31 men, let us go before the throne of grace to surrender our heart, our mind, to surrender this topic, to surrender our ear, our ears, and uh, our heart, that we may be able to receive this wonderful message. So, Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord God, for your grace and your mercy. Thank you, Father God, for creating men. But before you created and formed men, you had created in your image both male and female. You gave these creatures the character and the image of your own, your print, O oh God, your DNA. In each and every one of us, oh God. What a privilege we have. And we want to say thank you. Thank you for the moment, oh God, that you shared your thought with the angelical realm and the all the trinity that your plan was to create us in your image. That we will look, feel, and express ourselves in the most incredible divine way that reflect you. Mm, mighty God, thank you. Thank you. I pray, Father God, let this word, may you, may you guide it, may you inspire it, may you feel it, O oh God, that as I speak and as I and as we listen, speak to our heart. And may he transform the one who needs to be transformed. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 
So most of the time, we get to talk about Proverb 31 woman. This woman that everybody get to sometimes gossip about. <laughs> Maybe sometimes uh, wonder, would I ever become that woman? Or maybe it's, does she even exist? Or is this something that uh, just somebody inspire a mother trying to be so difficult and telling her son, mother-in-laws out there, trying to tell her son that it is impossible to find a good woman like me? <laughs> mother-in-laws, we got to love our mother-in-law. However... Before I before I move forward, I wanna I wanna recognize my Proverb thirty one man, Ibrahim Saidu Double. I love you, darling, and I do appreciate you with everything that you do and who you are, and the man of God that you are. May the grace of God continues to to guide you strengthen you and and equip you as a father and as a husband for you that are turning in if you would like to my husband have a, a podcast called purpose graciously revealed and uh, check it out go listen out and uh, you will be inspired by the powerful and amazing messages that he inspire others to discover their purpose. So that's my Proverb 31. I'll get to bring him one day on this platform and we get to hear and talk up together. Uh, you get to meet him. How about that? So let's talk about this Proverb 31 man. We usually like to talk about the woman. Let's talk about first about this man. Who is he? And I titled this message, The King of Her Life and the father of her kids. Because here, I wanted to add also maybe a son. A son, because this is a, a message, a mother, a darling mother, who is giving wisdom and advice to her son. A son who whose role is to be viewed as a king, a position of authority, of leadership. So the first thing when you read this text, Proverb 31, men, is starting from verse 1 to verse 9, where this mother seemed to be dedicated and devoted to God and praying. When you read verse 2, she says, Oh, my son, oh, son of my womb, oh, son of my vow. That vow right there, in some translations, it says, the son of my prayer. For any ladies out there looking for the Prince Charming to show up, the, uh, the celebrity man to show up, the perfect man to show up, I want you to take a look at this proverb and think about this for a moment. This is a man whose mother have been praying for. So my question to you is, as you're looking for a spouse, a man to marry you, 
is have you considered to think about is this person a person whose mother prayed over them? Because the prayer of a mother goes a very, very long way. It does not matter how messed up or how crooked their, the son's path turn. The sons, when the praying mother have prayed over him, he's destined, he's destined. <laughs> he is destined to be a king. It's not just a, a, a song that we sing and say, you are my African king, the love of my life, you make me... No, 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 no. He's not just an imaginary king. His attitude, his behavior, his uh, his uh, thoughts, process are to, ought to reflect a king, ought to reflect. He may not be the king of England. He may not be the king of Soweto. However, a man of Proverb 31 men, is a man, not only that his mother prayed, but that prayer is answered because he is living according to those prayers. So I will say this advice to you women who are still single and, and looking out there is get to know the mother-in-law. Is she a prayer woman? Or if she's not, look about who is this man that I am preparing to marry? Is he connected somewhat and grounded around women of prayer? Because if there was an auntie, if there was a, an, um, a grandmother, oh, thank you, Jesus, for the grandmother. If there was a mother, a woman, who was a prayer woman. Know that, at least know that you are in for a good ride. Before you say, I do, get to know who is he connected to? A woman, specifically a father too. Yes, you want a father who's also a prayer, a, uh, who has the foundation in the word of God. That's the number one about this proverb, man. He is her king of her life. That means he will lead you with wisdom and knowledge and understanding. The word of God says this in uh, Jeremiah, I believe three. He says this, the Lord says that, I am your first husband and I will give you a shepherd after my own heart. That means that God is saying, whoever marries you, I have to approve him first. Who? Yes, Lord. Whoever get to marry you, my daughter, he have to approve. He have to be approved by me. He will be a shepherd. That means that he is a leader that knows how to guide. When you read Psalm 23, a shepherd, he leads his sheep beside still water. When there's calamity, where there's stress, where there is a, where there's a, a, a problem, when you're going through postpartum depression, you don't understand. He's not going to be like, oh, shit, let me tell you, let me get yourself figured out because he's all up into his emotion. But he will know the Lord will guide them to lead you 
besides still water. That's my testimony right there you just got. He will lead you beside still water. He will not judge for why your PMS is making you going whack. Weren't you supposed to do the dishes? Weren't you supposed to clean up? Weren't you supposed to do all these things? Even when you're going through as a regular as a PMS, every month you have to go through that distress in your body of uh, hormonal changes. When he is a shepherd after God's heart, he will lead you gently beside still water. Proverb 31, man, is her king, the king of her life, who leads as a shepherd, who tends not just her, but his family. Because the prayer that have surrounded him, have grounded him. You may have found him in the messed up condition. You may have found him in a crackhead condition. You may find him in a place of distress. But let me tell you, if you can identify that woman, that man in his life that is a prayer person, then you are to know you are in for a good ride. Because let me tell you what James 5 says, the fervent prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. You will reap what you did not sow. You will experience a change that you did not create. You will experience a transformation you will discover because sometimes the brokenness is a way of God masking or covering the gift behind. So God is asking you, would you accept this? Would you accept this package? And you look and you're like, mm, he's not Italian. <laughs> he can cook. That was me, right? Um, he's Italian. He can cook. And no, uh, I don't think so. And the Holy Spirit said, are you sure? But when you yourself, let me talk about you now. But when you yourself, woman of God, have grounded yourself in the Lord, the Lord, the Holy Spirit, the helper, the comforter will confirm and say, hey, hey, listen, he's the one that God really wills for you. This is so sweet though. He was whisper, hey, he's the will of God. Don't reject it. But if you don't work with God, you're going to be like, hey, never mind. Let me go look at what looks good. And when you look good, it may not always be the one. So clue number one, find out. What a prayer person. Even in the in the New Testament, the word of God says this in Second Timothy. It said, Timothy, the faith that is in you, I recognize it, Paul says. It is from your mother that comes from your mother and from your grandmother. 
That means that you have been empowered. You have been prayed on. So you should not feel timid or intimidated and feeling fearful about all these deacons and all these apostles and all these elders because you have been, mm, you have been showered with faith from the moment you were in the womb. And this Proverb 31, men testify that. A mother says, a son of my womb, a son of my vow. In other words, a son of my prayer. When you were in my womb, I prayed for you. When you were in my womb, I declare, proclaim the goodness of God over you. When you were in my womb, I cry out to Jehovah. When you were in my womb, I declare the power of the Holy Spirit over you. So my son, because you are a son of my vow, let me remind you another sound of vow. Samson was a son of vow. Where the Lord show up, at Samson's mother and spoke over her. Uh, Hannah, the Lord showed up in her womb and changed everything. Sarah, a woman of God, a man of God, birthed out of him to become a nation. Mary, mother of Jesus, Elizabeth, they both, they all birthed something that God designed to declare his majesty and his power. That's what we'll begin. Proverbs 31, man. Man whose mother prayed over them. A man whose mentors are prayer. Men of God, women of God, a man surrounded by prayer, you know already you're in a good hand. Then the mother said, okay, so you are Proverb 31 man, great. Now he get to live out. What does it mean, mother, when you prayed over your sons to become this king who will lead this woman? Besides still water, make her lay down in green pasture, meaning he becomes this provider, he becomes this leader, he becomes this uh, carer, carer um, compassion in his strength, in his might. She said, he said, do not spend your strength on women, your vigor on those who rule kings. This is a time where I'm going to say mothers to the mothers first. This is the time where when they reach teenage years, you begin to pray for them. And let, if you, if you marry and let the father begin to guide them. But if you're single, you begin to search out for mentors that are godly men to lead him. Why? Because he's saying what? He ought to be what? Holding himself in a way that is, is godly. That he also have to have respect of his own body. A proverb 31 man, you have a respect of your own body. 
a body that you know is a temple, the body that you know it is a, it is sacred and I hold it for the one that the Lord has prepared also for me. It is not a place for, for a man to go and say, let me try out who's going to be my wife. No, hold your body as a temple. The Lord will guide you and lead you to the right one. The mother says, it is not good for you to spend your strength in what? In just women? No, you're not looking for women. You're looking for the woman. <laughs> you're looking for the woman. It is not good to spend your strength in women. Your strength is going to be needed as a leader in position when you become one with the one that God has prepared for you. So number one, Proverb 31, a man was prayed over or have godly men and women around him. Number two, he treat his body as a temple his body as a temple of the Holy Spirit is not, you know, it's okay nowadays. It's okay, young man. It's okay for you to still be a virgin when you marry because you know the value that you have put in you because of who God is. It is okay. It is okay. Don't pour your strength in what? In women. And then she says, it is not for the king. Oh, you can call your son when you're reading this and say, whoever your son is, right? You say, oh, John, oh, Jonathan. It is not for a king. Not, not for a king to drink wine, not for a ruler to crave beer, lest they drink and forget. What the law decrees and deprive all the oppressed of their right. In other words, what she's saying here. First, take care of your body. And as you take care of your body, take care of what goes in your body. Take care of what, be conscious. Don't just be an eater. Don't just be an, a drinker. Don't just Take it in, take it in. You know, this is what my friends do. This is what they they say. Music. What are you taking in? Are you are you listening to the things that uplift your soul? Are you listening to the things that encourages you as a leader? Are you listening to the thing that will declare of you your destined? You are destined to lead people. You are destined to lead a woman. You are destined to lead your sons and daughters. You are destined to lead those ones. So don't engage in things that will affect your ability to make decisions. There's this story that I, that I once heard about a father who had a great job. You know, I've heard, you know, different versions. So you probably have heard it a different version as well. But this father who had a great job and one day he got fired 
and he's looking for jobs and looking for a job, but he couldn't get it. So he turned into what men do, not just men, but human being. He turned to alcohol and uh, one day he he is getting ready to leave and his young boy touch him and hug him and say, Daddy, where are you going? And the man said, I'll be back. Part of him was not really sure if he was going to go back because, you know, not having a job, not having the great pay, his family are hurting, and he's just mind in that right place. He stepped out, put his jacket, took his, his suitcase, and left. And he was in during the winter. And as he's walking, he went to a bar. And as he sat down in the bar, he started drinking. Before he knew it, he feels this little tap on his on his leg. And he and he looked over, he saw his son. He said, Boy, what are you doing here? How did you get here? And and a sweet little voice said, I followed you. And I followed your footsteps. And the, and the father carried his son to take him back to his mother because he had snuck out and the mother did not realize that. So he goes and, and, and backtrack to the house, going back to the house and realize that his son, his little boy was stepping into every step of the dad. And the dad reached home gave his mother, gave the, the son to his mother and began to cry. But this time, he was crying in the church. At the altar, he said, Father, I do not want to ever lead my son to where? To alcohol. So help me, Lord. You see, the son is following somebody's steps. And my question to you fathers and even you mothers, whose foot is this king as a young boy is he following? Whose footsteps is he following? Is his footstep leading him to debauchery? Is the footstep leading him to drunkenness? Is the footstep leading him to pornography? Is the footstep leading him to church? Think about that for a moment. Discern where are the footsteps? What or whose footsteps are before my son? Because he ought to be a king. And as a king, he had to be prayed over. He had to have respect for his own body. And he had to watch out for what he puts in. And the verse I love at the end, he says, the mother says, I just want to read what this mother says to her son. Give beer 
to those who are perishing, wine to those who are in anguish. Let them drink and forget their poverty and remember their misery no more. Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves. He's an advocate for the right of all who who are destitute. Speak up and judge fairly. Defend the right of the poor and needy. He is an advocate. A Proverb 31 man is also an advocate. He will advocate for you, his wife first. He will advocate for his sons and daughter. He will not judge you or his children because he's been prayed over and he's lived according to the decrees and the law of the Lord. Let us pray. Mighty God, I thank you, Father God, for this moment. We pray, Father God, for our men, our sons, our sons-in-law. I pray, Father God, right now for my son-in-law, Lord, that right now, Father God, if, if he does not have a mother, a praying mother, I pray that you will surround him right now, Father God, with a praying woman, Lord, with a praying father, men in his life. And God, if in this moment, oh God, he is a, a man, a son that is surrounded by a godly counsel, Lord God, I thank you. I thank you for the son-in-law, God. Lord, I pray for my sons, oh God, the Father God, that you will surround them with mentors and you surround them, oh God. Thank you for my husband and, and, and his faith. That is a, an, a demonstrated, a demonstration to them. I pray, Father God, for our community. I pray for our church. I pray for our leaders, oh God. Those that are filled with anger and, and big, and, and hate, Lord God. I pray that your spirit will come and comfort them, Lord. I pray, Father God, for your mercy that we will raise the sons in this generation that fears you. For your word says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. For we do need wise men in a time such as this. We give you thanks, we give you honor, and we give you glory in the mighty, marvelous name of Jesus. Amen. This is the time where we come to the end. And uh, thank you to our listener, our supporter, and those who have been sharing this message of the Lord wherever you are. Remember, at God Imprint, which is the main place for Voice Imprint podcasts, we love to say this. Wherever you go, 
Share the imprint of God's love. Share the imprint of God's love and find a church. If this is uh, the first time, I want to say thank you for listening and your support. And uh, if you have not done me a favor, subscribe, follow from whatever platform that you're watching. And if this has blessed you, I ask you to share it with those who in need. Thank you again and may God bless you. Until next time, stay safe. Leave the imprint of God's love. Take care.